quiet and don't say anything until I tell you, okay? <laughs> that'll, that'll be hard. You just need 14 seconds. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's my turn to talk. Welcome to Get the Facts Jack, a weekly podcast from Jack County, Texas, sharing factual information to the citizens of Jack County. I'm your host, Judge Brian Keith Humphreys, and to my right... You're looking really good today, Mr. Frank well, Hefner, Jack County Emergency Management and IT Director Extraordinaire. Why are you so dressed up? Well, I had, a, had to go to a meeting this morning, and um, so part of the meeting is you have to wear suit and tie. Mm. When I get back to Jack County, I take the tie off and the jacket. I just didn't get the rest of it And off. you're still dressed up, right. even that way in right. Jack County. <laughs> yeah, you look good. So, I just assume you went to a funeral or something. No, so. not this go-around. That's all right. Well, so. that's okay. That's good. It, every once in a while, it's good to dress up and, and look good. So, mm-hmm. hey, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had a podcast. It's, it's been a while. A lot of things have been going on, probably about two months now. Uh, yeah, I think a little at longer. At least. At least. We've had tornadoes, uh, getting things ready behind the scenes on that. And Budget. Budget. Oh, my gosh. That it's is uh, my four-letter word. Yes, and uh, that's been taken up mm-hmm. 24-7 of your time. Oh my gosh. And... We have air conditioning. We have air conditioning. Would you have ever thought in a 1934 courthouse building that we have installed air conditioning on the fourth floor? Yeah, and uh, I would have never thought that, but we found a pretty good crew that could bring us in some uh, some coolness into this building and get her all fixed up. Looks and nice. Feels you, good. I like it. I like it. I never thought we'd really ever see this. And, uh, you know, we would probably at some point invite our listeners to come up to see the podcast room, see your office. We've done some expansion on the fourth floor. It's been a, about a four-year project, and it's still still ongoing in the works. But you know what? We have a responsibility to take care of our courthouse, to preserve it, and uh, archive our records. And um, I think it's a part of being a good steward, good yeah. stewardship. Well, keep in mind, part of history is 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 – any time the other public came up here years ago was because they were typically handcuffed. Yeah. And because uh, we're in the old jail. Yeah, this is, old... fourth floor was the former Jack County detention facility. It's, that's right. Where Our jail. You got you got the privilege of staying with us overnight, not by your choice. Yeah, exactly. By ours. Or even, even better, if you were summoned to be a jury member back in the 30s and 40s before hotels were readily available, and if you had to stay overnight for a trial or mm-hmm. traveling in from the outer edges of our community, um, this was also a dormitory for men and women. Yeah. We uh, so, housed a lot of people. Back in the 30s and 40s. That That's was right. state of the art. And so. it didn't have air conditioning. No, it did not. <laughs> I'm so thankful it is. So that means that we can do podcast in September on the fourth That's floor exactly of the courthouse. Right. So. My yeah. gosh, we got a special guest. Man. We have got... Royalty in the house today, Miss Windsor Godfrey. You know, Windsor, you are probably one of our favorite hosts. You've been up here before. You've done this, so yeah. this is no big deal. It's like, hey, I got this. I'm an expert at yeah, this. Yeah, I walked up here, and he was like, we have to take the elevator. I was like, no, nah, we need a key. We have to have a key. <laughs> <laughs> at that time, you did, up until... Uh, up until we've 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 disconnected it because right after the tornado we had the small business administration up here, and uh, that's who we needed. But we you're needed still access. special, Windsor. Thank you. Thank you, you are. so much. Yes, thank you. You are. So and Miss Mr. Jesse Lang, our Bryson 4-H advisor, 
FFA. FFA advisor. Wow. This is live, ladies and gentlemen. The judge messed it up immediately, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll I even had it write it down. Well, you got to realize it's just different one. It is a good program, but and I, you have to understand that I deal as a county judge. I deal with 4H all the time. Plus, I have family members, so it is top of mind. But I'm going to tell you what I came up through and substituted, and um, have a special place in my heart for FFA. And I, I tell you what, I I'm going to tell you right off the bat. I commend you for your dedication, your service, and your passion to. Um, to be an advisor to our young people. And I say this all the time. Uh, you know, of course, a lot of times I do judicial justice or juvenile justice. Um, I've never seen a, a FFA member come through my court system. It's always a good thing. Well, it is. And that's a good thing because they are held to a higher standard. And they're Absolutely. taught some very, very basic things that makes – better adults, and better citizens of our community. Yes, sir. So you know what? you I'm a huge fan of both programs, 4-H and FFA. But right now we're going to spotlight on FH. Uh, FFA. See, I said it again, FFA. <laughs> that's right. Not F-A-A, FFA. Uh, that's why that's people a- listen to listen to his jack right. things. My up, grandma, so. she always called it FHA. 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 <laughs> she, she still, it, it, you know, to the day she died, she told me, you're an FHA, FHA advisor. I just went along with it. Yeah. Said, yeah. yeah. It, she was still proud of yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank. Do you well, have we some? have we have something special. So um, let's let's listen to this. Hang on a minute. Let me get this fixed again. Now that we're all messed up again. Turn this on. A little bit of audio difficulties well, here. We had a connection until I think I went downstairs. Uh, and Frank Hefner is our IT director here at Jack County. <laughs> it just you know? won't, it won't stay connected for forty feet away. Well, you know, rural broadband is a major subject <laughs> to be discussed <laughs> in our community. Okay, sorry. Let's do this again. Technical difficulties, folks. Now, can y'all hear that in your headphones? There you go. 2022, 2023, Texas FFA state president is... Woo-hoo! Oh, my goodness. I got goosebumps just listening to that. nausea. <laughs> that's, that's a stadium of about 16,000 people. That is crazy. And they all went wild. For you, Windsor. Yes, I know. <laughs> what does that feel like to be the next state president of FFA? It's almost been a month, and it really hasn't hit me yet. Like I, I remember the last two years watching the travel teams come to our schools and talk, and like I was like, oh, my goodness, it's the state president, and it, that's me. I don't even know how to think about it, what to think about it. Oh, I, my gosh. That is the coolest thing ever. Where was it announced? Give us a little bit of history in, about the, the clip we just heard. So, uh, so we were at State Convention in Fort Worth, Texas. We were at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Um, we'd already gone through the process, been selected as the team, and um, it was down to figure out who the final, the top two were uh, out of all 12 of us. And so they'd already announced first vice president, and it was not my name. 
and then they announced president. And how were you? F- how were you feeling at that point? At uh, which point? The well, whenever the was it first five first vice nice. president? Yeah. So now, whenever it's coming down, there's three, and now we're down to the final two. Well, they only announced the top two. There, okay. it, it's there's a first vice and a president, and then everybody else is just vice presidents. Okay, vice presidents. And president. so, I gave a really awesome speech. I think it's fair to say that it was very, it was delivered very well, and I had a lot of people, you know, like, man, you got a chance, but I was like, no, I don't think so. So I figured if I was going to get anything, it was going to be the first vice, you know, yeah. happy medium, right? Sure. Well, they, you know, we're all holding hands up there, and that was not my name. So I was like, you know, cheering, yeah, Bryce, you know, that's awesome. Very excited. Um, but when it came down to the president, and they were getting ready to announce it, I was fully prepared to recognize somebody else's name, sure, like I just exactly. did before. Um, but it wasn't somebody else's name. It was mine. It was you. <laughs> and at first, I was like, oh, maybe it's another, you know, W name. But then I was like, oh, I am the only W name, yeah. so <laughs> that's me. So, so yeah. it's not just you and the first vice president up there. There are how many others? All are 12 on the, of us. All 12. All 12. There's 12 areas, and there's a representative from each area. Right. And so all 12 of us are up there, and we have no idea that we're not giving any warning before. You just you go up there, and your name's called, your name's called. If it's not, it's not. And there's so. how many stages to get to this point? There is an eight-step interview process okay. plus a speech right. if you make it out of the eight interviews. So there's two phases within the eight interviews. There's a phase one and a phase two. Now, phase one, every single candidate that wants to run for state office goes through phase one. Um, but the thing is with the areas, there can only be one representative for each area. So going into phase two, they narrow it down to the top two. So if you make it to phase two, you'll get this nice, lovely letter that either says congratulations in big, bold letters, or it says something, you know, thank you for know giving taking the time to you know run for this position um but if you make it then you go through three more interviews part of the eight no four three 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 um and it it, now it's just narrowed down to in our case 22 because two areas ran unopposed so there's 22 of us left in this process out of 45 um and you go through your interviews and then thursday morning you go to the convention center and you sit on the floor of the convention center and they call it by area, area one association. And they call a name from the top two of the, from that area. They go all the way down the list and then that's your team. That's your final 12. And then you give a speech, a presidential speech, you know, who are they going to, who are they going to vote for? The delegates going to vote for, for president. Shortly thereafter. It was, it was within like, 30 so minutes. Yeah. So Very pretty quickly. quick. Yeah. Very quickly. Did you have time to prepare your speech? Did you have it written out? Did yes. you? So going into the process, we prepare our speeches like before, way before you prepare your speech. You you have to turn it in to Texas FFA. That way they can check it, make sure there's nothing bad. Correct. You know, nothing, nothing you could get in trouble for. Sure. Um, and so you turn it in before you memorize it just in case um, you do make the top two of the area because you have to give your speech um, on a video so your area can vote for who they want to. Uh-huh. Then if you make the top two, then you have to give your speech on stage in front of 15,000 people. So then we give our speeches. Um, that night we go to dinner. You know, we're all you know kind of coming down off the the high. Yeah, decompressing. Um, but you know, there's still the nerves. Like, what if my name is called tomorrow? So then Friday, the last thing that they do on Friday, the in the last session of convention, um, they we get up on stage and we hold hands and whatever happens happens. They announce the <laughs> president and first vice. That is so cool. How did it feel? 
explain to our listeners what it feels like to stand before 15,000 of your peers and then give a speech that you prepared? Well, I was very nervous going into it because when I ran for area office, completely, completely went blank. I gave my speech to 20 people, 20, and I froze in the middle of it. So going into this, you know, 15,000 people, I was very scared that I was going to have the same thing happen because, sure. you know, this is much larger scale. And if I froze in front of 20, what am I going to do in front of 15,000? Vapor locks happen. Trust me. I, I do it all the crazy. time. It's yeah. crazy. So I get up there and it, it came out very smoothly. It was executed very well. Um, I felt really good about it. But I mean, I wasn't intimidated by giving in front of my peers. It was almost kind of comforting because my area was right in front. They were right in front of me. And so it was so people, people that I knew. Right yes. Yeah. It was people that I knew, yeah. people that I'd seen before. Um, so it was kind of comforting having them right there in the front. And, you know, at the in the front, if you're cheering, it's going to be louder than if you're in the back. So I was like, man, this cheering is so loud. But it, uh -huh. it was probably just my area right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, though. <laughs> yeah, but your personality, you just own it. You own the stage. Your personality is that. I mean, you're really destined to do something like this i don't know <laughs> whenever i gave my speech if you watch the video like watch it back everybody was like oh you look so confident but really i was not okay on the inside <laughs> i was not okay it was a lot of people a lot of people to potentially mess up in front of so yeah you just make it look easy oh gosh it, it does <laughs> so so have you i mean have you spent most kids that are involved in ag type programs spend their entire life dreaming, aspiring to be, just to be an officer. I mean, to be an officer of your chapter, your group, I mean, your peers is a huge accomplishment. But then, I mean, is that, has that been a goal for a long time? Or how, did, how in the world did you even get there? This has not been a goal for very long, honestly. Um, I haven't been in... I've been actively, like very active in FFA for two years. That's it. For two years? Two years, junior and senior year. I was in it my freshman year, um, but it, was, it wasn't a good experience for me. Um, wasn't offered a class my sophomore year because I was the only one that was, um, that was wanting it. So I just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't worth it um, for such a small school that we come from. And then junior year, we got a new ag teacher and he really pushed me like to the limits, almost, you know, ugh. So exhausting. Um, but then that's when I really started to fall in love with it. And so these last two years of high school, I've been known as the ag kid, the FFA kid. <laughs> and I am totally okay with that. Like that was, it was my love. It's what I loved so much. I loved it so much. Do you realize how great a testimony that is? Because there are kids that didn't have the opportunity when they were younger. They didn't come from an ag family. Maybe they moved to our community. Maybe they moved to Bryson, and they're just thrown into a new school. They are very uncomfortable. They have a bad experience. But because of your success, you give hope to people that said, you know, it's possible even if you had a bad experience, but then there's you can make a difference. It's, it's really funny that you say that because going into the state process, into the interview process, I wanted to go in with like, I had the full intentions and I did, I think I executed very well of showing them I was a very genuine person and also becoming a voice for those kids. Because I remember, you know, the end of my junior year or going to state convention between junior and senior year and seeing the state officers 
Um, I was like, man, I could never do that. I've only been doing this, you know, I haven't been active in it, but you know, at this point a year, I was like, it's not something that's going to be obtainable for me. Um, but then I realized like, wait a minute, I can do this. And so I wanted to be a state officer because I wanted to reach those kids, those kids that are, you know, sitting in state convention thinking because they haven't been in this organization five years, four years that they can't be successful and they can't be a state candidate. Um, because that was what I was thinking. Um, but not only did I come into this and I became a state officer, but I became the state president. And I think that's even more of a, you know, even more of a voice for those kids, because in this organization, I am the majority of students. You know, the majority of students aren't national champions, aren't state champions. I've only made it to state in one event. Wow. (laughs) And we didn't even make it out of the, we didn't even make it to the top 10. Like I've, I'm not the, that success story. I haven't been, you know, national champion, state champion in anything and a lot of kids think that, you know, because the, the years that they looked at the state officer team, a lot of them are those kids that have been extremely successful in their LDEs and CDEs and proficiencies. And I, I wasn't that kid. And so I think it's going to be a good thing for them to see me up there knowing that I'm just like them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just like them. Um, but I think, you know, if I was a kid and I was looking up there, it, it might give me a little bit more drive and a little bit more faith in this organization. Because you did it, others can do it too. That is probably one of the best recruiting mottos or quotes you could ever come up to promote Texas FFA. I mean, seriously. I mean, if Windsor can do it, I can do it, right? And that was kind of my whole, like, kind of my whole point. Not if Windsor can do it, but just seeing a girl up there, seeing a person up there who hasn't been deemed successful in this organization, get up there and get one of the, what would you consider like the highest levels of leadership in the state? We hadn't even talked about that. I mean, we, I'll be, I hadn't even considered you being a girl or a female. Okay. Seriously. How rare is that in, in that hierarchy? How many, how many females truly have been state president? 10. So Mm -hmm. you're one of 10 since the existence of FFA in the state of Texas. Yes. Can you say trailblazer? Yep. So, so Jesse, record breaker, chart Jesse, breaker. How long, how long wow. has FFA been in in existence through the state? What was what was its in Windsor? Nineteen twenty nine. Nineteen twenty nine. Okay. Okay. So, and ten. In nineteen sixty nine, girls girls weren't allowed in FFA before nineteen sixty nine, and so since nineteen sixty nine, there's been. 10 female state presidents in Texas. And I'm pretty sure it was 1978 was the first female officer. Officer. Wow. That's really incredible to see the challenges and the hurdles and the obstacles that you overcame. And it truly is a testimony. It, you should truly be the poster child for Texas (laughs) FFA. Well, there's, and and to that program, uh, to that FFA program, there's more to that program than just, People thinking ag, mm-hmm. there's life skill to it. Correct. There's yep. there's a there's a lot more to that program than just agriculture. Agriculture plays a big part of it because it's the root, but yeah. yet there's more to it. Yeah. I like to. I don't even know if this is a thing or not, but I like to say it's a leadership organization based on agriculture. Correct. Excellent. Very well said. Very well said. But it's a great way for young people to get plugged into something that's bigger yep. than themselves. And it really is. I agree. So what what does this year, so you recently graduated Did. from Bryson. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And so what what 
is what does the next year look like for the state president? So because I was elected president, I have the honor of being on the Texas FFA travel team. And so me and the first vice president, um, who is Bryce Fisher, we will travel all over the state of Texas, visiting three schools a day um, for my year of service, um, delivering workshops, you know, to students, even, you know, sometimes officer trainings, um, really just what the ag teacher would like us to do. But our whole goal is to advocate for this organization um, and the things that you can obtain in this organization, as well as, you know, ag- advocating for agriculture. They Roughly, they plan on about 500, give or take 50 schools in her year yep. that she'll drive to with 60 or 70,000 miles put on the vehicle. They, they Ford sponsors a vehicle for the travel team, um, and they put about 70, 60 or 70,000 miles on it just in the next, what, nine months, eight months? Yeah, something like that. So you get to experience and be exposed to different other FFA programs and people that are active in those clubs or those yep. organizations and promote, enhance, but in the same time, you get to see the state of Texas. I do get to see A the state of Texas. Texas. A whole lot of I Texas. I told her the other day she was going to be tired of driving and riding in the car because it's a lot of driving. It is a lot, it's a of, lot driving. of driving. And they'll go from coast to to east to west, north, the, the, everywhere in between. Metroplex, Metro. rural. Yeah. They'll find sand and snow at the same time. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I looked, at her, yeah. I looked yeah. at her, had her schedule the other day, and they're in Area 1, which is the panhandle, um, during, I think it was January, December, oh, or January. In the cold. So, wow. <laughs> Let's go be, to the coast during yeah, that time yeah. is what I would say and work our way up. <laughs> Well, so um, does that mean that that school kind of is on pause? Do you do you feel like that you will continue on and and go to college or kind of did, how did you deal with that uh, maybe change of plans? So being on the travel team, I have to defer my first year of college. So the plan was to go to West Texas A and M, go Buffs, um, and major in agriculture education. Um, but that got delayed a little bit, a year, if you want to know how specific. Sure. Um, but I have to defer my first year of college, not allowed to take online courses or anything. I have to just focus on traveling um, and doing my job as the president. Um, but the plan is to, you know, after I finish this year of service, to go to WT, major in agriculture education. I don't think anything's going to change between here and now. I'm pretty, pretty set in my ways, but yeah. we'll see. So what area of ag will you go into? The agriculture education portion of it. Yeah. Okay, ag ed. Ag ed, yeah. So, so you want to be an ag teacher? I want to be an ag teacher, yes. That's that's the goal. Mm. May come yes. back to Bryson if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no commitment. Yet. I love that. No, no commitment yet. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, I think that's fantastic. I think that's... So do you feel like that through your exposure as... Um, the Texas State um, FFA president, do you feel like that you might have the opportunity to go past that to nationals? I, I do have the opportunity. Um, I, I have to go, if I, if I decided that I wanted to do that, I'd have to go through 
um, a whole other process to be selected as the state representative. Okay. Um, but it is it is obtainable. I mean, I, I it is something that I could do if I really if I really wanted to. When is that decision made? Is that throughout this next year process? So isn't it in March? April? No, it's it's in June. The oh, the process June. is in June, and she can run as a graduated senior. You can run. She could run this twenty twenty. Three mm-hmm. in June or June 2024. Oh, wow. They, you can retain membership in the FFA until you're 21. Um, and so she can run for those that position actually twice after she um, gets done with the state office. Is it kind of the same process? The steps, the stages? Pretty much. Um, it's it's set up a little different, but it's, a, it's an eight-interview type deal. Um, the way they select is a little different um there's deliberation which the the nominating committee can kind of talk about this kid and hey we like this things about him this it's not just score where the state process is based on your interview scores and your um your what am i trying to say your vote count um, from the delegates so will does that individual also tour or travel um across the states the nation yeah the nations and basically promoting ffa and doing the workshops and stuff like that for leadership etc kind of the same program yeah uh, yeah it's a little bit similar yes so there's only six national officers and it's they they break up the state the united states into regions and so depending on what region you're from um so like i we are the western region and so i'll be if i was to get elected um, I'd be the Western Region um, Vice President, or I have the potential to be um, the President or the Secretary. But that's if I decided to run, you know, yeah. and got it. Well, you got a lot of stuff ahead of you, and you got a busy schedule. I do have a very busy schedule. So I want to go back to a comment that you made about the importance of having a an advisor that that encouraged you, but also pushed you to the next level. And so, obviously, Mr. Lang is sitting next to you, but... but Don't say anything bad. Yeah. <laughs> Stay positive. What? So, I mean, how do you go from having a bad experience and maybe taking a year off or... Um, I know you're very athletic. I mean, I remember the last time you were up here, we were talking volleyball. Yes. And you were heading towards the playoffs. And so, uh, you had many... Winter... You're successful in anything that you put your mind to it, okay? I'm just telling you. So so how did an advisor see that trait in you and encourage you to try something that you had a bad experience in? Well, really the only reason that I came back to the class was because at that point I wanted to be a veterinarian. And so I knew that I needed those classes to kind of get, you know, some kind of background, get my feet under me. Um, But that was the only reason that I decided to even – try it again Um, and I honestly don't know what he saw in me because I was very hateful to him (laughs) there's a story for the first I don't know two or three week or month (laughs) month of class you know we came back that would have been fall of 2020 so that was after the the we we had had the COVID and they um the previous ag teacher hadn't elected officers yet for for Bryson so when I came in I didn't know kids. We didn't have any officers. And so that's what we did the first few weeks. And it was coming to Bryson. It was relatively small um, as compared to what I was used to. 
we only had, what do we have, 27 or 37 kids in ag classes all day long, um, where at my previous school it was about 100. And so they didn't, the, the officers weren't very active the years before. And so I was like, okay, who wants to be an officer? And, and nobody. Yeah, crickets. Yeah, nobody, nobody wants Nobody that. wants that. It sounds, it sounds yeah, terrible, you know. It's lame. And so it, it took some poking and prodding some kids. And finally, um, after the, those few weeks, I told Windsor, I said, here's here's a, an application. Fill this out. And she yeah. goes, she said, Whatever. I, I don't want to do this. And crumpled it up in my face and threw it in the trash. And and so then the next day, I just kind of. <laughs> kind of determined, yeah, huh? Yeah. The next day, I said, hey, um, you need to fill this out and give it to me. And uh, I don't remember if it was the second day, but. She crumpled it up and threw it in the trash right in front of me again. So the next day, I told her, "Hey, at least your consensus." I said, "Here, here's, here it is again. Um, at least throw it away in the main building where I, you're not right in front of my face." And we were talking the other day. I don't know. I don't remember ever getting that officer form back, but at, at some point, she says she didn't. <laughs> at some didn't. point, she had to have. Um, and she came to. We had officer tryouts where they took a test and uh, had to give an interview and and some other things and she did it and was elected secretary secretary um, and so that was kind of she, she didn't want to do it at all she in fact wanted to, I think on the third day of school quit. she tried to get out I of I tried my to class. get out of the class and my grandma was like you're not getting out of this class I was like okay I'll I'll do it it's fine this is your junior year mm-hmm. yep junior year of high school. Wow. So, Jesse, talk a little bit about um, in your program some of the uh, – you talk about trying to get your, your your teams built back up and put officers back in place. You brought people in to talk to your kids. You brought in your state – some of your state officers again and invited them in, which was kind of rare a lot of times come into a small school like that. But speak on that just a little bit. I think – you know what in any aspect whether it's FFA or volleyball or or FCCLA any any of the different programs we have at schools you know a lot of those kids are unsure I was that kid that was unsure my freshman year um and, and I just kind of dove in and my ag teacher I, I kind of like with her I I, I he didn't ask questions he just said you're doing this <laughs> yeah um and, and fill so, out the form so yes. coming coming to Bryson, my goal was I've got to get these kids to two things. Uh, if they can see and experience the different the different things that FFA has to offer, that's kind of my hook. You know, if they realize it's not we're not going and taking um, trigonometry tests when we're gone. You know, stuff that's scary to them. They they actually have fun. We eat we eat good food usually. I'm you know I plan my routes around the restaurants on the way. And well, so of course. Um, you know, getting getting those kids to those different events. Uh, you know, our big ones, our area Greenhand Camp. We have the largest Greenhand Camp in the nation in Abilene in September or October. Um, and getting those freshmen there and actually just getting to see other kids that are all scared to death just like them. Um, or if it's a junior in high school, getting them on an LDE team and taking them to the Weatherford Invitational Contest or the Tarleton Invitational Contest, um, taking them to – the, the CDE contest, um, you know, at all the different universities across the state, wherever they might be, getting them just more than anything, having fun with them, and they're learning something without knowing they're learning something. Yeah. Um, and and like you said, pulling in, I had I was fortunate enough, the, the previous, I guess, 
the last three years, uh, I was on the nominating committee as an adult consultant that interviews the state officer candidates. And so um, I was my, I guess that first year, your junior year, I was, um, I knew the, the state officers um, on a, on a more personal level than most ag teachers get to. And I, I called them and I said, Hey, I need, I need y'all to come talk to my kids. Um, that was when we were trying to get officers. And I said, I just need y'all to just come and let them know what we're here for. And they actually came and spent two nights. Um, they spoke at our, um, we went to dinner one night with them and they spoke to just our officers. They spent the nights the next morning. They talked to Bryson ISD seventh through 12th grade. And then they stayed another night and talked to our district green hand camp came to Bryson. Um, so they had 11 schools there of just freshmen. And then this year we did it again, or this last year, uh, the state officers came again and, and talked to, um, talked to the, the seventh through 12th grade at Bryson. And so just getting those kids out and about that's, I mean, you know, whether it's on a ag mechanics project or, or, or an livestock judging team, I mean, there's so much that this organization has to offer. We just gotta, you gotta find what the kid likes and what, what they want to be successful at. And we go with it. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta make that connection. You gotta, you gotta get them plugged in to something. something. And then all of a sudden, once you get them connected in the right spot and, you may not get it right the first time. Absolutely. You may have to try several different things, but then when you find that one connection, voila. It's funny. We, she, um, Her first year, I stuck her on the radio team thinking, you know, she's got this loud personality, and it was absolutely. <laughs> You're it, kidding me. It was absolutely terrible. Um, no. And she's, You're forgetting an important detail there. Remember you what I said before threw we threw me on the radio team and expected me to read off of a script that I had never seen in my life. Anyway, she found her. You don't spot. want to talk about pork futures and corn prices. It and was about windmills. Northern, yeah. It was about windmills. I remember it. I was scarred for. I was like, I'm done. I can't. I can't. But luckily, she found her spot in in public relations that same year. She we did. I think and creed speaking. Did we? Ah. We did not make it out of district in public relations. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> public relations. What were? What did we get that year? Third. We got third, and it's only the top two advance. And then she was um, second in creed speaking, and then um, third in area at that and so we didn't advance that year in anything and then this year she came back with the vengeance and her goal was creed speaking i think but she didn't make it in creed she made it we made it out of district rigged. with pr <laughs> she made it out of district with um the pr team the PR and team. uh creed and then at area she i think uh, seventh seventh in, in, creed, in, in speaking. creed speaking and then we were first in the area and with our pr team and advanced to state and we got to compete at state in December, um, and then we didn't we didn't make it to the finals. They have a semifinals and then a finals on the next day, and we were I think sixth in our semifinals heat, and you had to be top five. But but I'm telling you, you're not hearing. I was number one on this. I had purple purple ribbons. I had the most. I won state championship, and on and on and on. You <laughs> you were not first place every time you got up to the stage. You failed. Not. You were seven. I, I mean, I only got first one time. That one time. <laughs> if that doesn't give our listeners hope, 
Nothing does. I mean, because you're persistent. You continued on. You pushed through it. You you wanted to achieve that dream, and you didn't give up. What can I say? Just kidding. I, I mean, that's it. I love that. You're like a Disney movie in the making. You know that, don't you're you? You're just giving her more air in her yeah. head. You know yeah. that, right? <laughs> Between that and the sonic blast, you ought to be hyped up on the... I could see myself as a Disney princess. There you go. I could. There you go. <laughs> I could see it, too. <laughs> I think we already already called her princess anyway, don't we? So queen, actually. queen, queen, touche, <laughs> touche. Nice comeback, nice comeback. I love it. Well, let's talk a little more about the Bryson FFA program. So, what other opportunities are available? I know we have a lot of listeners. We have some parents that, um, or even grandparents that may possibly have children that are interested about getting involved. And Mr. Lang, how 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 does a, a how does a student start that process? How do they do the journey? Sign up for the class. And, you know, that's as simple as that is. If you, you'll sign your kid up or the kid signs up for that class, um, then it's on me. Um, you know, as the ag teacher, we've got to find a spot for that kid. And it, it might not be running for office. It might be, you know, the kid that sweeps the shop every day. Whatever that – I had a kid a few years ago that that was his favorite thing to do. And he didn't want to be on teams. He wasn't a big speaker, and we found a, we found a spot for him. Yeah. Um, every day he came in after school and swept the shop. He not that I made him ever. That was just what he liked doing, and I'm I don't like sweeping the shop, so we I, I put him to the, to, to work. But yeah, <laughs> perfect but, marriage, yeah. yeah. But everybody any, wants that kid. Yeah, yeah. he um, we. I mean, that's all I can say. Is sign your kid up, and then the options will come. The the the. The different scenarios, you know, at Bryson, we offer um, an animal pathway and an ag mechanics pathway. Um, and then, you know, like Jacksboro and Perrin both have those on top of a floral floral pathway, a horticulture and floral pathway. And so um, just there, there's something um, that you can get plugged into. And, you know, you don't – you don't have to own a cow to be in our ag class. And that's as, as old school as that sounds. A lot of families um, think, well, I don't, I'm not, I don't have money to show a pig or a cow or, you know, whatever it is. You yeah. don't, you don't have to own a farm animal or be live on a farm or do any of that to be a participant of FFA. And, and, you know, even if it's, you're a good speaker. A lot of th- people think, well, we need to do the UIL, which that's that's a great avenue for that. But we have speaking contest in yeah. everything we do is a speaking contest. Sure, absolutely. Um, and so a lot of our, our kids are the UIL speakers and FFA speakers and FCCLA speakers across the board. I love um, it because we've got more and more people that are coming to our community, coming to Jack County because they're – they're leaving the metropolitan areas. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those moms and dads didn't grow up in ag. They have yeah. no idea. They want they want to come out, escape some of the craziness, get away from the COVID kind of concept, and just have some space. And you know what? Those kids are perfect. They're positioned perfectly to be plugged in with your uh, with your chapter. Absolutely. We, we actually had a family this last year that moved from the Metroplex and – wanted to get their kids active and and they came to me on meet the teacher night last year and said what can we do and and I said well take the class and we'll figure it out from there and that kid ended up building a shop project and he's one of my better 
chop kids now. Um, and, and I think, you know, he's kind of found his spot. And so with her, you know, I, I, I think she used the word forced earlier, but I kind of forced her to show up, show a pig <laughs> this year. Um, Shut just cause I, I knew she, well, she would like it and she ended up loving it and said she would, you know, would have done it more years if she'd yeah. have known about it. And, and a lot of those kids that are coming from, I'm that kid that came from the Metroplex. Um, I, I wasn't, I don't have an ag background. Um, you know, I, I got into ag my, my freshman year just because my sister took ag and said it was a fun class, and that's how I got into it. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest is history. But, um, you know, those lean on those ag teachers and, and, and have a want to and a drive to, to do something, and that's all it takes. Yeah. That is really cool. Well, and, 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 and to brag on Jesse just a little bit, I mean, it's, um, it's the push also that you have behind you that you helped Windsor you know, get to where she's, where she's at, because you could have easily just called it quits after the first <laughs> throw in the trash. There was, you know? there was lots of that, those times I, I thought about it. <laughs> I know. So no staying consistent, you know, consistency is key. And so this is the only individual that's ever been up here that continually does an interview and eats her sonic so blast blessed. and doesn't miss. I would have a no. brain freeze. No, she's, She's talented. Just, yeah. We're going to say she does stuck, it with style stuck with it. So yeah, she's a natural. Yep. Hey guys, thanks so much for being our guest. Uh, man, I am so proud of you, Windsor. You, you've got the it factor. Um, you really do. And I'm glad to see that you do it naturally. You're approachable. I'm so proud of your success and you are, you're leading the way. I just from this, you'll encourage other kids from Jack County. You've, You've knocked down barriers. I mean, I mean that we haven't even considered yet. And I love your personality, and I, I, I know this next year is going to uh, be a game changer for, for, for Texas FFA. It really will be. I hope so. We're excited to see where, where she goes. Do you have to drive, by the way, or somebody drives for you? I do have to you? drive. Yes. Oh, so exciting. She drives a brand new Ford pickup. That's it exactly is, yes, right. It's a year old, and it is a moving billboard. Have you ever have you seen the truck? Is it wrapped? Would, yeah. Would you like to see it? Oh, of course. Truck? It's beautiful. I'm gonna. We're going to use this uh, a picture of yeah, this Ford send, on the send uh, me Facebook that picture. thing. Yeah. I gonna, will send you the picture. But... Do you look good when you're driving it? I don't know. I haven't driven it yet. <laughs> <laughs> she I'd actually, love to say that I, I, I have, but I have They have had. one last training this weekend. I think it starts this weekend, and then she starts her travels on August 22nd and ends, I think, what, April 29th. Oh, something like and that. And so, wow. She's about to get real familiar with this truck. Life on the road. Oh, that is sweet. Oh, that is a rolling billboard. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it will draw attention from every highway patrolman <laughs> across the state of Texas that well, <laughs> Windsor Godfrey is now in the county. It Holy will be. cow. Nice rims, too. I know, right? Yeah. It's pretty fancy. That is super cool. Yeah, it was custom made for Texas FFA. It's like you open up the doors and... Like it's uh, the Texas FFA emblems like embroidered on the seats. And, yeah, it's premier leadership, personal growth, career success is what's on the side of that pickup truck. How cool is that? That's just pretty cool, man. You're living the life. 
That is so cool. She can't hide either. I can't oh, no. hide. Listen, we've already been warned. Like, people will call, hey, you realize your, your Texas FA truck's going five miles over the speed limit? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. part of it. It's okay, though. Whatever. Madam President. Is that the way we're going to have to address her for please, at, please least, don't. at least, <laughs> at least don't. this year? Oh, my gosh. That is greatness. Guys, thanks so very much for being our guest today on Get the Facts, Jack. And, hey, if, if you haven't subscribed... Go ahead and hit the like button, hit the subscription button. We're on Podcast, Google Cast, Apple Pods, Bean Pod. I don't know, just about every podcast application you could download on your iPhone. When for Godfrey? Windsor Godfrey. Yeah, see I goofed it up again. <laughs> it up. Okay. We love you. We love you. Get the facts, Jack. <laughs>